One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. What? Uh, this Wash is God. Wash Gods. I think episode nine or ten. ten. Oh, it is. Ten. All right, all right. All right, that's why I said the Ten Crank Commandments here. Okay, cool. I said that, but I wasn't really sure about the ten shit. But uh, we are back with episode number ten, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I appreciate everybody that's been listening thus far. Thank Say you for that. the feedback. I talked to two people today. Shout out to my partner, Corey. He hit me up today. We were talking about them fair guys that are getting ready to drop in the morning. Ooh, 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 ooh. I think I might want to jump back out there, bro. Ooh, boy. Them I want to try to get a pair to flip. Crazy. I don't need nothing to flip. I flip the motherfuckers on my feet. I know that's the that's the fear. That's the fear right yeah, there. Of God. <laughs> yeah. I know if I get them and I see them, cause I gotta buy. The only way to trick myself out of keeping them is like if I buy them in somebody else's size, then I know I have to sell them. Yeah, yeah. That type of shit, man. And which will probably end up being the case, cause I I'm so far out of the game now, bro. I only had the sneakers app on my phone. So yeah, just buy them in my size. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out the rest. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are back. Me. <laughs> back with another episode. Um, you know everybody's fighting uh, life right now. So uh, yeah, we always tend to start out the podcast by shouting out to everybody still out there in the field. You know what I mean? Everybody's still yeah. working through these trying times, and everybody's still at home trying to stay safe. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that's doing their thing and shit. I still haven't ran across anybody who I know personally. Like, nobody in my family has gotten it yet. Yeah, all the stories I've heard are like, yo, my friend, cousin, yo, Loki said he got it. And it's like, it's low-key, like. One of my coworkers uh, said that his cousin has it. You see what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's always that. It's like, yo, my cousin. It's always somebody distant, too. Somewhere, somebody where I'm like, ah. yeah, but it seems ah. it's it's been getting closer to home, but not home. Yeah, man, it's only home or it's not. But it's cool. I'm not here to debate whether it exists or not. I just it's know true. that everybody's story is always one person separated from them. Yeah, and it is what it is, man. Y'all take that information and run with it, man. Because yeah. I'm not gonna stand on no ledge. Because ain't no motherfucker gonna call me crazy. I didn't say shit. <laughs> if you keep hearing a story that's always one person removed, then you know you create whatever fucking narrative narrative you want to with the shit. But uh, any drama that's what I that's what I feel like is being spun into now. I don't know, man. It's just be, been spun into some liberal versus Republican shit, and that's why I know it's kind of bullshit. Because now it's like, oh, liberals are like, oh, blah, 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 this we should do this, and Republicans are like, no, we should do this and shit. Yeah, it's like once when it comes to that, I just stop believing either side and shit. Come next week, we're going to figure out what's what, because apparently Georgia's back open. Yeah, yeah. All, everything that, that's happening, I just know it's in all. In part. I don't know, man. Once things becomes a political thing, I kind of know it's probably about something that they're not saying it's about, because why the fuck are we involved in politics? Why do, why do Republicans feel away and liberals feel away? Yeah. And <laughs> I, I know we talked about it on the last podcast. It does make the gap between classes a lot more distinguished but every time it's classes it's always a democratic party to come with it yeah i think that's the liberal because if it's not classes really it's just it's just it's just a democratic or republican thing because there are poor republican people that are fucking protesting right now 
It's not a class thing. I don't know. I can't necessarily say that all of them are Republican. Or I'm 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 sure I'm sure they're not I'm sure they're not liberals. I'm sure they're not liberal. It's a good chance for Trump voters. Only because For sure. Kemp, of course, is a Republican and uh And not this this but this thing isn't just a Georgia thing. It's happening in, in col- other states, yeah, other well, states yeah. too. So I was I speaking think, about here specifically. Just but I think the type of person is the same. But we're one of the few states that is actually going to be open. They're actually going to. Yeah. And in in opposition to Trump's better judgment, uh, better judgment used loosely. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange time, man. I don't know, man. For everybody saying, oh, Georgia shouldn't be open, it's like. What I don't, the fuck are you going to do, too? Like, my thing, too, is, like, it's so easy for y'all to send a nigga like me out to go work and shit. And everybody else is like, mean. well, what about the people and shit? Nigga, that's I'm what, a person. What the fuck? That's what I mean about <laughs> It's like, nah, 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 nah. It only, the classes looks a lot more distinguished. But even the people that are on that class, I'm seeing them say they don't want Georgia opened up. It's just like, nah, you just... It's always gonna be stupid people too, though. Like, and you, you, you gotta figure out which one you are on the walls based on what you allowed. To I do. think there's not one essential worker that's like, man, we can't open Georgia and shit. Nope, I know we could. <laughs> Cause we're already out here. Yeah. We see what it looked like. I see how people carry yeah. it in the based on the fact that they have their own time. They outside anyway. Exactly, they're doing, the they're doing the same shit. They're just not at work. We see, we seen a nigga outside <laughs> jogging. And head to toe, Nike running apparel. And this is it's a popular jogging route. But it's like this nigga intentionally came outside to get dressed. And it was like, yo, motherfuckers is really losing their shit. Niggas just turning Walmart and Kroger into the club. It's no different. Motherfuckers just interacting in different places. But it's like people have the need to go out. They're going to do the shit regardless, man. I'm not even saying about a health thing. I'm not even saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that. People are going to ignore the shit anyway. So it's no point of even trying to do this shelter at home shit. Nobody really gives a fuck because they're still going out and buying the dumbest shit at 5 a.m. when they get the munchies or some shit. Ain't nobody worried about the fucking COVID when they want fucking Cheetos at 3 a.m. and they just smoke the blunt. Like, nobody really gives a fuck. It's not a real thing. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Who's not going to the gas station to get blunts? Raise your hand. (laughs) Like, like I just, <laughs> I just want to know. Like, if it was really a, a flesh-eating disease or whatever the fuck niggas are saying it is. Like, if it was a disease if it was life or death. Would you really go get a blunt? Would it, would a blunt be worth it? I don't think it would be. I'm still, I'm still going to get my blunts. I'm just saying for everybody else that's, you know, acting like they're scared. It's just like I don't know, man. Like you're still going to get the dumb shit. I see niggas every day. I seen a bitch buy six enemas and condoms and lube and shit. <laughs> I don't think you need that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not an essential item. <laughs> I don't think that's a necessary thing. I just bought, bought some papers from Starship. The niggas need to go buy dildos and beat their dick in 2 a.m. Well, in the morning. Open. Like, they open. They bunking and shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, none of this shit that we happening right now, uh, that's happening right now, really is really essential. So... The whole idea of essential workers is fucking ridiculous. None of this shit, most of the shit that's open right now really isn't essential. Like, only thing essential is food and gas, maybe, for your car, nigga. Like, all that other shit we don't really need to do, but it's still happening, nigga. Like, what are we talking about? Is McDonald's essential? What the fuck? Yeah, it it can't be. It was a worker for Amazon complaining about that very point about how 
Hey, yeah, yeah. I seen him talking about yo, are dildos essential? They had them out there working. Yeah. They're delivering dildos. He got the package in his hand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> like, yo, this is the Matrix, nigga. <laughs> yeah, but that shit real though. Like yeah. real shit. Like it's just like realistically, like, I don't know, man. So uh I went on a long tangent there. This has been our was. TED talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the essential worker rant. Yeah. What's your wash moment for the week? Um, all right, so my wash moment for the week is at my job. Sometimes I have to deal with photos and shit. So uh, I was looking at somebody's graduation cards or some shit. Some shit they were doing. I forgot that that was a thing. Until yeah, you like it. I had to like put them in envelopes and cut them up and. Shit like that, but either way, and print them out and all that shit. But either way, uh, I'm just looking at her like graduation card. I guess you send them out to people that send your money back. I think that's how the thing works. But uh, it's like her aspirations and like she's going to this college. She dreams to be this type of doctor or some shit. I didn't really read it, but I just kind of read it, and it was just like man. Keywords. <laughs> I remember like. When I had dreams and shit. It's not that I don't have dreams now. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember when I was like, the world is so fucking clean and beautiful and I'm going to rush into this shit. I'm just going to show the world. And shit. Glasses and shit. <laughs> yeah, like. He was green. Yeah, That's all that shit was. Yeah. The world hadn't sullied your soul. <laughs> but not even that. It's just like. Uh, maybe it is that. that. <laughs> to a certain degree, I ain't saying it, it like is you that. Break but or nothing, but at, at, at the, the same, same time, time go ahead. At the same time, you see somebody who's got a clean slate. Yeah, but I mean, I guess because she was white, that helped a lot too. I don't think a black girl would be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna become this and blah 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 blah." Like you know what I mean? Like we have more realistic knowledge of the world, like. I feel like black people kind of understand that setbacks are going to exist and shit, and you're not just blazing saddles and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to make a counterpoint, do you think that is our Achilles heel? Because no. Because we're so sick. No. You don't? Nope. <laughs> Niggas get shot in the, in the streets every day with their hands up, man. Until that stops happening, then we'll stop being realistic. And shit, like, what the fuck? Like, no. It's being realistic. Not necessarily in that. I don't think you should go into the in the shit like with your head down, but you have to. It's like going into the safari and be like, some person going there, be like, I'm gonna. No matter what happens, the lions are gonna love me. We're all animals, and we're like we're at one with the world and shit. Mm. And then a black person going there, be like, yo, a lion don't fuck with me. They're lions, bro. We're just in a safari. And the world is lions. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. Like the world isn't out to be our friend and shit. If you if you're black, then the world ain't out to be your friend. You just gotta accept that. Like, not that people won't be your friend. No, but I, the, I definitely I agree. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. My only thing is I feel like sometimes we get painted such a bleak picture and it may be a personality thing. Yeah, but, but you gotta what you do with the picture is up to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And but I feel like painting that picture, it's got to be timed right. Because I think a lot of the experiences that I've had that sort of made me realize, oh, shit ain't sweet out here. Like, they were timed right. Like, I, I was at a point where I could learn and adjust. Yeah, and but everybody's as, ain't timed right. As a parent, the one thing I try to do is time it. 
You know what I mean? So that way I can kind of prep you. It's almost like the martial thing arts is, or something like the that. The thing that's tricky about being a parent is you could be like, I'm going to time it right. But the world going to be like. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And and, and when, when the world does it first, it's so much worse, yeah. bro. It's so much worse. That's it's like, but, damn, I wish niggas would have told me, nigga. I feel like we're arguing that point by playing both sides of it. Because I'm, I'm of the mindset that if I feel like I put forth a certain amount of effort and err on the side of safety with good intentions, good things out. will happen. Yeah, it should have worked out. I, and the one thing I say is I understand that there's gonna be. I think bullshit. I believe that too. There's but gonna I, be bullshit. But I, I try to. I, I always say like I, two things. I always tell myself is move with intent, and to minimize my mistakes and maximize my opportunities. And and when situations happen, I kind of observe it. Like the situation, kind of leaning into my wash moment, is uh, <laughs> earlier today I was working with somebody who was younger than me, and and blue collar jobs, you get your foot in the door and you kind of ride. The wave until that shit's over with. So it's good when you get in young if you're able to work. So he's he's cut from a certain cloth. I'm not saying this nigga is perfect, but he definitely is different than the people in his age group. I think he's like 20. Uh, he's also not from the United States. He's Haitian. So I talk to him like an adult, like he my coworker because we coworkers. And it's uh it's interesting the moments I realize when somebody young. Or is young is based on how they move, like how they do things, their process. There are certain things mm-hmm. that I just learned through experience that, like I see, like I'm saying, like you err on the side of safety and move with intent. Like, yeah. And you don't see that <laughs> in people who are young, regardless of how they may carry themselves. Like I feel like a lot of behavior and mannerisms are just learned. That like you play copycat. And his dad worked with us. So I think that's what age does, too, a lot of times. Like, you play copycat when you're young, and then you start to sort out, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. works for you personally. And you I know? think I think that plays into, like, yeah, you kind of you got to be rough around the edges. The one thing I do take note of is how I explain that, not even to, like, my child, but just other people. Even with this nigga, like, I'm, I'm trying not to say – shit that I feel like askew his view of the world. Or even you. Or me. Definitely. Definitely me. Because I'm, I'm the messenger. Yeah. And that's that's some, maybe not wall shit, but it's definitely some OG shit for sure. Like, understanding, like, how to, how to, like, relay your message. I think, like, I learned that shit a lot through, like, making music too. Like, but. It's all about delivery. Everything's about delivery. Like, you know, like a conscious rapper is only a conscious rapper based on the way he says the shit, man. He say that shit in the bounce, nigga, and that shit in the club. You know what I'm saying? He right. can say some real shit. Like, you know what He's I'm saying? You can say song. you can say anything. Cody really, Crazy is a conscious song. To man. me, even Kodak is a little bit conscious, man. All these niggas are, you know what I mean? Honestly, if you really listen, like, you yeah. black, you're going to have a little bit of consciousness to you if you ask me personally, if you really listen to the Especially lyrics. Especially with the popularity of this type of rap. Like, we got more content-based music. Like, Lil Baby conscious. For sure. Niggas take the swag from Atlanta and run off, like, 
he's conscious of what's going on in the city. Like, you know, I think conscious ain't always black power shit. It's like being conscious of what's happening in the moment, like saying some real shit, or speaking, being able, being speaking able, from your like perspective and yeah, shit. Yeah, I was just gonna say being able to to show who uh, you honest are. perspective. Yeah. yeah, to be transparent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Transparent is a skill. Being transparent in rhymes is a skill. Being transparent in life is a skill. What do you think the birth of Atlanta conscious rap was? Goody Mob to me, if you ask me. Like the Goody Mob, Outcast, Family Tree is probably the birth of that shit. You know what I mean? Or you could somebody could say Kilo. I was going to say Kilo had cocaine. Uh, yeah, don't like white Don't White on White Horse. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember hearing. Yeah, song called Cocaine too. Damn. I remember hearing that shit as a kid and think he was talking about white bitches. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, never fuck a white bitch, bro. But uh, apparently, yeah, he was. Some really, of y'all done lost y'all mind. Yeah, some of y'all done lost y'all mind. That shit was yeah. Conscious. Kilo Ali, man. Damn. He might be the uh, Atlanta OG on that conscious rap shit. Yeah. But uh, I I will say Goody Mob probably got the formula and ran off like as far as Southern sound, um. Of course, we always recognize other places for conscious rap just based off demographic. New York. I, I think, who who do you think the originator of conscious rap on the West Coast, like the first conscious, well, Pac? Would you say nah, Pac? Nah, Pac ain't a West Coast rapper. Yeah, uh, this is true. I mean, people probably going to say NWA, fuck the police. Yeah. Right? Yeah, NWA is a good vote. Yeah. Conscious rap, I think, was kind of. Hopefully, ain't got no too many OG fans. They like, well, what about? You remember MC Skitty Beat, <laughs> Skitty Bebop, Bebop, <laughs> Wap Babalubop, <laughs> and the Wap Bamboo. <laughs> Shout out to them though. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think uh, Atlanta rap is kind of probably my favorite conscious rap just because of that era of rap music i was a big fan of yeah yeah atlanta Quim conscious I, rap is what mob. created my love of saying some shit in music right. it's because that was my first introduction to music so you know between them and pop like oh that's all i knew growing up so you know because that's all my parents well my pops would play right. you know he, he would fuck with rap but he wasn't playing like everything they had to be saying some shit so you know people like pop uh, it's definitely Outkast, for sure, and Goody Mob. Like, I remember Soul Food. Come and get your soul food. I was going to say Black Ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Black Ice was probably... Black Ice and People Don't Dance No More were two songs I, I used to listen to just because oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get it at the time. Yeah, little known fact, man. My first rap name was Black Ice. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody at school told me that shit sounded like a stripper, so I immediately changed it. Just an air freshener. Yeah. Yeah, like a, I was uh, black ice. Uh, yeah, uh, old school air freshener. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> black ice. <laughs> yeah, I thought that shit was fire, bro. I'm black ice, bro. Black ice. That shit sounds so fucking ridiculous. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, the Jordan doc dropped recently. Uh, for all those people who getting that bag right now, can yeah, afford ESPN Plus. Shout yeah. out to y'all. Death of a here. dynasty. Uh, I haven't watched the shit yet, man. I feel like we should have mentioned this shit just because it happened. But, uh... I watched it in part. I think I saw the tail end of episode two. We were in the process of trying to get the 
the sauce. <laughs> Apparently, Scotty's getting fucked and was getting fucked the whole time. Is what I gathered from Twitter and shit. I mean, I saw that. I saw that part of the documentary. Charles Oakley slapped uh, Scotty Pippen. It wasn't even really no for real slap. Like people were just gassing the shit. No, nah, no, nah, I was I was talking about some money shit. It's some money shit too. Yeah. Apparently, that, Scotty think, Scotty think, was making two million. And Jordan's making thirty three million. I think Scotty. It was some shit where they. Where he signed the contract because he needed money then, like, and it, it's yeah. it's the same shit that happens to rappers for real. Like, you yeah. see that shit all the time in different arenas. It's, yeah. just, it's just nigga shit. A and nigga I, at his level, and he's still straight. So it's not really. I'm not crucifying the nigga. Like, I mean, he that may have been the one mistake he made like that. And yeah, everything I ain't, else was I ain't was square business. Cause, yeah, it's yeah. just you know the '90s were a treacherous time. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, Michael Jordan hates rappers, so uh, <laughs> nobody forget that. No matter how much you watch the documentary, man. And AI crossed the fuck out this nigga, man. So, yep. uh, yeah, we was just reviewing some of our... The, the millionaire stories and yeah, shit. Yeah, the millionaire story. Uh, apparently, it's a Noriega story where this nigga ran into him and he treated yeah. Noriega like shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the millionaire story is probably top tier. That, <laughs> and I think the uh, Hall of Fame speech... The Hall of Fame speech was Show, Showed how petty this nigga is. We was trying to think of moments that happened off court that really ain't had shit to do with basketball because we all know he was a dickhead on the court. I mean, we could talk about the main thing, but I don't know if we should say it. Yeah. No, nah, fuck it. Let's talk about it, man. Oh. Uh, the, the number one is the rumor that. With his pops. Yeah. And the mafia. But so, uh, shout out to the mafia. Please keep me alive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shout them out. <laughs> Your shout out got a lot of weight to it. <laughs> Let them be where they at. Yeah. The rumor is that uh, his dad got held ransom on some gambling debt shit. And uh, anybody who knows anything about Michael is he's super competitive and crazy about, with the gambling and yeah. shit. I mean, but, all everybody in this clique: Charles Oakley, uh, Charles Barkley, and shit. All the motherfuckers apparently have crazy gambling debts. I remember even LeBron dropping some shit when, when uh, Charles uh, Barkley said some funny shit about LeBron years ago. He's like, "Man, you gotta work for TNT, man. We know about your debt." Damn. Yeah, that's some shit. Dig it up, man. Go- do your Googles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, Draft told you that shit, man. Cause I know it's there and shit. Like it's some funny shit that niggas just kind of swept over in the rug. But yeah, apparently. Niggas money be fucked up, but I ain't uh talking think, about a nigga I pockets. Wild. I think it's wild how deep that shit goes. Like you'll see somebody work for the NBA for like years now. They, you they, won't even know. Yeah. They making jobs out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't even say nothing. They don't. They don't announce these motherfuckers. You just see them courtside all of a sudden. <laughs> like oh shit. Hell yeah, I am Chris Webber and I'm NBA slave number one. Nah, <laughs> but I, I don't know about Chris Webber money. He probably getting paid good money. I'm just saying that. On some random shit. I actually For love, example. Yeah, for example. But uh, shout out to everybody that's doing their thing in the NBA. Uh, I don't know how we got to that shit there. MJ <laughs> topics, man. Yeah. Uh, MJ story. Hell yeah. Uh, shout out Michael Jordan, man. Uh, keep getting people killed, man. <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the things I thought was uh, dope about the documentary was that with each documentary, of course, they aired two in one night, but they did a shoe release for each episode that they dropped. It sound like Jordan. Yeah. Gonna cap <laughs> at every turn. Yeah, Dr. Cap. 
<laughs> Mr. Cat. <laughs> Super Cat. <laughs> but yeah, man. Big Cat. What you been listening to? Uh, shit. Oh, I guess I can go do. I low key uh been l- still listening to Pray for Paris. So shout out Westside Gun, man. They gave me a lot of Dipset vibes. So I went through my little Dipset anthology today. Mm-hmm. Uh, started it off with on my way to church, Jim Jones. It That's had uh it had we get uh get crunk music on it. Uh, that shit was stupid. Uh, <laughs> this is that like bang, bang bang boogie. <laughs> Killer, killer nigga, you think of a harm in me. The cop was corrupted. He the wrong bottle to fuck with. <laughs> me, human crack in the fresh. I'm the last of the best. Human crack in the flesh. Yep. I'm the last of the best. When we're describe me spectacularly, yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I fucked with that. I definitely uh, fucked with sports, drugs, entertainment after that. I fucked with, uh, oh. Keep going. From me to you, Joel Santana. Uh, History in the making, J.R. Ryder. <laughs> Dipset, more than music. Shout out J.R. Ryder, man. Diplomatic, uh, Diplomatic uh, Immunity, vo- uh, Volume 2. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Solid. The new Absol. I thought that shit was really hard, man. Shout out Absol, man. It sounded like Control System. You know what I mean? I'm definitely a fan of Control System. So, shout out to you. New joints hard. I went through a uh, long live ASAP. That's my shit. Uh, Pussy I went Money Weed. Pussy Money Weed. Schoolboy Q is it? Uh, at long last ASAP, too. And uh, Electric Body with Schoolboy Q is one of them dope joints. Yeah, we kind of been listening to the same shit. Yeah, Life After Death, Biggie. I've been on some New York shit just because West Side Gun gave me that New York feel, so I went through all my New York music. I went through Mob Deep, America's Nightmare. They got a joint called, uh, hold on, Throw Your Hands Up. It's really hard, man. It's produced by Kanye, man. Back, like, kind of like Blueprint era Kanye, so... I definitely recommend that joint. Uh, I think that's about it. On the podcast side, I fuck with how Neil feels, so I think niggas should fuck with that. If you're on some uh, podcast shit, you need some new shit to listen to. Of course, Black on Purpose with Illustrate. Shout out to him. Uh, Amberland podcast. Shout out to her. I was talking to her today. She said she wanted to get down and uh, record a... We gonna do a we gonna do a mashup. Shout yeah. out to you. I didn't know what to call it. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, what you been listening to? I went back through the cool today, and a couple first and fifteenth mixtapes on um, SoundCloud. First and fifteenth, first and fifteenth two, um, mm. I believe the one with the uh, the nuts with the cane, Plantis, Plantis, mm-hmm. that joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part two, yeah. First and first thing, part two, yeah. Um, I went through food and liquor too. Uh, I played the new Isaiah Rashad. Um, shout out Isaiah Rashad. That shit's hard, man. Yeah, that shit is hard, man. Sean played it for me before we did this pod. Sometimes I really, if I ever meet Isaiah Rashad, and I get the chance to have a couple, we have met the nigga. Have we? Yeah, maybe he was. I thought you was there. Huh? 
Yeah, maybe <laughs> he was. I don't know, man. Yeah. It was during my drunk period. Yeah, For sure, I was around the nigga. I don't if know he was if drunk, I probably actually was spoke too. to the nigga. I probably was in the room with the nigga. I just but, didn't um, say shit. But anyway, ever, shout out Isaiah Rashad. If I ever get the chance to have a one-on-one conversation with him. I'm sober. Gonna, yeah, definitely sober. Um, I'm going to ask him why he took the time to dish the goods. And, uh, oh yeah, Sylvia demo is dope, man. Yeah, I went through Sylvia demo today. Yeah, um, that shit is fire. But yeah, why I gotta bring my A game? You only D goods. Yeah, that was a crazy punch. And West West Savannah, that's my joint too. West Savannah is hard. Yeah. Um, I went through the whole project for real, and then I went through Sun's tirade. I'm a lot more familiar with Sun's tirade, to be honest with you, which is interesting because Sylvia. No Demo, one liked it. Yeah, and it's a, it's actually a hard album to me. I fuck with it. I like Sylvia Demo better, but it uh, is better. It's like it's like Crit was here. Like Sylvia Demo is his yeah, Crit was here to me. Yeah, yeah. That's um, his his flagship tape for me. I listen to That's his kid named Cuddy. That's his mixtape yeah, about it is, nothing. Definitely. That's his that's his joint. But anyway. I listen to Schoolboy Q Blank Face E P. I think that's my favorite Schoolboy album. Um, I actually like all the earlier Schoolboy Q. Oxymoron and Contradictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are solid. He was more rapidy. Like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I feel like this is more... Yeah, I don't like songy... Uh, I'm not uh, mad at it. Hooky Schoolboy Q. I, I, like, I, like, I like that. I like when I see an artist... I like when he was doing rap. joints with Alchemist and shit. Like, I like the joints where I know uh, he can rap, but he just going kind of finesse his way through a verse hands on the wheel schoolboy is kind of classic yeah but that's kind of singing bet i got some weed and all that that's I like just bet i got some weed and i'm and, not saying there's anything wrong with it i also it, i also think songs like that part with kanye yeah see, that's, that's when i that's ben when Staples, i tagged off yeah john Muir. yeah that's when i tagged off but uh, shout out Schoolboy either way. That nigga's a hilarious nigga, man. We didn't even get into the uh, topic we were supposed to get into. Top five of uh, funniest rap lines. I was going to do that shit. last. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it right. segue into what we were going to talk about last, which is our uh, top five most ridiculous rap lyrics. I think we came up with five. If not, we'll free pick the last one. Um, yeah. But yeah, what else I've been listening to? I finally listened to After Hours. Um, I fuck with it. I'm not an able fan like that. Yeah, I am, and I know. it wasn't it wasn't Starboy for me. Shout Starboy is Starboy is hard, and yeah, I think, I, I think that's the super dope. Outside of House of Balloons and the early shit, that's yeah. the first project I really sat down and like. I mean, for to. me, like uh, Beauty Behind the Madness and Starboy are two dope albums, but I didn't like anything before that. Like, I know he re-released the trilogy, mm-hmm. and then he had an album after that, but. Once he got to beauty behind the madness and uh all that shit, we, I can't feel my face and uh you know the 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 shit off the uh sex doctor soundtrack. <laughs> uh girl, you worth it. All that that all that shit. That what was it called? Hard. Fifty Shades. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, that shit. Sex uh, doctor. <laughs> 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 this nigga. <laughs> some, some kind of. Freaky sex doctor, <laughs> motherfucker. But uh, <laughs> yep. this nigga wasn't even a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I just—he was white, bro. I just assumed he was, he was a, a doctor. doctor. <laughs> he had a suit, on, shoes. He had a suit. <laughs> <laughs> and glasses, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's socks was black. They ain't had no check on it. 
<laughs> he had no athletic gear, bro. He had to be a doctor, right? He had to be a doctor. Psychiatrist or some shit. Some kind of doctor. But anyway, uh, uh, um, yeah. But yeah, I fucked with uh, Beanie Behind the Madness and uh, Starboy. So I think he got back into his shit uh-huh. with those two albums with, the, with this. Even uh, the little EP he dropped was dope. Uh, that shit I have to go back shit. and listen to. Right. Yeah, that shit was fire too. I, it was solid, man. I, I just think this this Star album because I didn't listen to Starboy before. I like most of the time when I know an uh, artist is getting ready to drop a project, I run through their old shit. Yeah, Starboy. Once you listen to Starboy, you'll see the difference, mm-hmm. bro. He really had joints on that. I've shit. been going through old Frank Ocean shit. I re listened to Blonde. Yeah, shout out album. Frank, man. All them uh, Lucy's he dropped a few years ago were crazy, yeah. bro. Biking and uh. Yeah. Chanel. Uh, Chanel was Chanel crazy. crazy. Yeah, I went. Th- I, those are always my go-to anytime I listen to Frank. I like Rav too with uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, when Frank on that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else did I go through? Uh, I think that might be it for right now. As far as podcasts, pretty much the same shit you've been on. Uh, I listen to Amberlynn's podcast. I really fucked with her breakdown on Insecure. I might have to stop watching it for a while. Just catch it when it's all out and I can absorb it after the hype died down. What's weird about it <laughs> is I feel like you ruined power for me around oh, the yeah, second season where you was like, man, this shit just a soap opera at night. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, all that shit got that feel now. Yeah, and now certain shows, like- as soon as I get that, that inkling. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I can't watch this shit no more. Shit look like Bold and Beautiful with guns, nigga. Yeah. The fuck is niggas watching? Beautiful with guns. What the fuck is niggas watching? General was, Hospital with dope. <laughs> I was so disgusted with niggas when I seen that shit, man. Shout out 50 Cent. <laughs> Yo, that shit was so fucking terrible, man. I was so oh fucking mad. God. Like, what the fuck is niggas watching? Yeah. That niggas watching the soap opera ass shit, trying to play it off just because they put dope in it, man. He Don't let it. niggas fool you, man. He said it. And that I shit went, is a soap opera, he man. He said it. And I was watching it with my girl at the time, and I went and looked myself in the mirror. And I was like, no more. Hey, man. If you ever watching <laughs> some like, shit with your girl and y'all both agreeing, like, yo, this shit is good. No, no, no. You no, no, watching no. some whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's the end there, of it. I was sitting there looking at myself like, man, I can't watch this shit no more. You might as well roll your pussy to that shit, man. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, but, uh. Power was a time. <laughs> and I'm That's, glad I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit was the worst time man, that we ever had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. No we, good times. <laughs> That's what's tricky about trying to support blacks, man. Because sometimes it come up short and niggas just support it anyway. But that's a whole nother podcast. It's been but, it's been the last four podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's our stick. <laughs> we we holding niggas accountable, man. Gotta stick to it, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> stick it to them. But yeah, it was a dope uh Joe Rogan podcast that I can't find right now, which is unfortunate and very not convenient. But it was about this uh guy who was talking about Charles Manson and uh the he 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 amassed a lot of information about the LSD testing the MK Ultra program that the CIA had um where they would take the inmates and basically conduct experiments on them. It was two projects that they came up with around the same time the FBI came up with COINTELPRO. Um CIA CIA had MK Ultra 
and Midnight Climax, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but basically they would take people who either weren't aware of these experiments happening or couldn't say no to the experiments happening, and they would just observe their behavior on LSD. And um, Whitey Bulger, the gangster who was in uh, depicted in Black Mass and uh, Departed, he was a part of the program. He claimed he was a part of the program while he was locked up. In the and I also recommend anybody watch uh, Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger versus the United States. It's a documentary based on oh well, about Whitey Bulger. I think I saw that shit too. And yeah, I it's on Hulu. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. I I'm think a documentary it used to be on guy. Netflix. Was it on Netflix at one point? It probably was on and Netflix I think that's at one point. I it. Yeah. Whitey Bulger is an interesting character. This he's he's a very run. interesting character. This nigga went on the run for years. Like and even just if you watch his uh, there are interviews online with him that are pretty cool. Like the actual, uh, I don't. I think he died recently, but uh, he has some recent interviews that are pretty interesting. 2013, 2014. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was kind of the midnight climax joint was uh. MK Ultra was prisoners in uh military. So like they would test people that were going into the military and the goal was to kind of get people to be able to follow direction really easily and to be able to wipe their memory. Uh and if you do LSD, you know it's it's very easy to kind of convince people to do things. Uh it's almost used to all, I think it, they also used to use it as a true serum to some degree. Um, and the other one, Midnight Climax, was them using it on Johns. They would, like, go to local brothels and get prostitutes to lure men in, and then they dose them with LSD and then watch them through a one-way mirror. All real crazy shit. But those are the type of podcasts I like to listen to. Uh, I think the the last podcast that I kind of went through, the way I was listening to, what is that, the Joe Rogan podcast? The last podcast that I was as interested in, as I was this last Joe Rogan podcast was the Atlanta Monster podcast. It gave me that kind of feel. Like, damn, I need to pick up a book or I need to research more about this topic. Um, but, yeah, I got to find that shit, see who uh, the author was so I can actually buy that book. But, yeah, um, did we talk about our top five craziest rap lyrics yet? Oh, yeah. We can uh, end the pod with that. Um, we, we came up with a topic uh, about... <sighs> The wildest rap lyrics, the shit that you hear in a song and you instantly crack up. If you got any comments, uh, we're going to start posting more content on the Walsh Gods IG page just so we can stay topical. For every podcast, we'll have some subject matter you can comment yeah. on if you're paying attention. But yeah, um, one of the funniest rap lines that I think we talked about was Big. <laughs> Shout out uh, Notorious B.I.G. It was, uh, don't you know my nigga gotta fucking kidnap kids? Fuck them in their ass, throw them over the bridge. Because, like, what if Gutter wasn't really on that shit? It's <laughs> just like, damn, nigga, why the fuck would you say that shit, nigga? I'm, nigga, I'm just a regular nigga, man. Like, I don't I do not do none of that shit you talking about, bro. It's Gutter somewhere out there like, huh? I don't, <laughs> bro, bro, I don't kidnap one. kids, bro. What the fuck, bro? Like, it's just so crazy. Gutter just, Johnson out yeah. there slandered for no reason. <laughs> Gutter probably a good-ass nigga, bro. Nah, he, it's, a, it's, a, it's really a nigga that was Big's partner named Gutter. And uh, on one of my Instagram uh, rabbit holes, I discovered the real gutter or some shit. And I go to his YouTube, and they ask him about that line. Uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, 
I think it's Rec TV. Uh, he's almost like a Say Cheese or it's a media group. Yeah. They interviewed him. He's talking about. He's like, yeah, I heard the line, and I was like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? And then I called him. <laughs> then he called this nigga big. And he was like, you know, it's just some rap shit, man. Ain't nobody even gonna hear the shit for real. Nigga <laughs> 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 spun him. I want to feel like, I feel like I can't, I can't say with confidence he was in jail. But I want to say he was in jail where he, the only thing he could do was call. He's like, bro, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this going on, man? <laughs> yeah, that shit's hilarious, man. I think so. one of the ones I had uh, was off the. The new Pray for Paris joint. I should have been looking this shit up when we had technical difficulties, but it's a song on Pray for Paris. Everybody knows what it is. It's the it's, joint. It's uh, 500 ounces. $500 ounces. $500 ounces with Freddie Gibbs and Rock Marciano. This nigga Rock Marciano got a line on there where he say the seats and the bins is Lenny Kravitz skin. <laughs> and every time I listen to the song, real talk. That's no, just a random ass reference, bro. He, <laughs> he was on there with some heavy hitters, but he made sure that his verse was going to be memorable. And I feel like he did that on purpose. <laughs> That's yeah. some shit I would do, bro. Yeah, the, man. the seats in the bins is Lenny Kravitz skin. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> Rock Marcy. Another uh, line I had was uh, shout out Ob Trice. This is just very random, but uh, it was on an Eminem album. I think it was on Eminem show Drips or No Drips or, or whatever the song is called. It's either Drips or No Drips, whatever. But uh, it's an Ob Trice line. He says uh, her pussy title was condition of us black folks. <laughs> that shit always just stood out to me just because, damn, man, that's just an odd-ass way to describe pussy, man. But like, it's very spot on, and I knew exactly what you meant, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no money on your EBT, <laughs> no groceries in your fridge, Yeah, it's three days de- before payday type. Detroit type <laughs> pussy Detroit shit. Type. Yeah. It's furlough type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, shout out Obi Trice, man, wherever you are and whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Another joint I had, too, was uh, Fuck Your Butt, man. Just a song as a whole by Max B. I think (laughs) it's just hilarious just to call a song Fuck Your Butt one. That's the actual title, man. Google it, man. Uh, Definitely uh, a Max B classic. It's him rhyming over uh, Bobby... Uh, Valentino. Yeah, I was like, what's the gay nigga? Bobby... (laughs) Nigga getting chased around the dog. <laughs> Bobby shit. Fruit Flake. What's the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Bobby his name? Blue Flake. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Fruit Cake. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, shout out Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out Bobby. Uh, Only Bobby respect is digital. For yeah, real. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out the <to> Rizzo. <laughs> Bobby being knowledge, nigga. Digital, nigga. Uh, the last one that I had. <laughs> <laughs> in like manner is shot in the booty by Saigon. Oh yeah, that whole song Saigon, as a whole man. is hilarious. This nigga's giving a PSA on, on about getting chlamydia. Yeah, about getting burned and shit. What's What's ironic is the song "No Drips" and uh, "Shot in the Booty" are both about STDs. Mm. So don't say rap ain't responsible. Yeah, we've been trying to give y'all game for centuries. <laughs> nigga. Niggas been trying to warn you, man. This shit in raps, man. There's a lot of raps about getting burnt, which is mm. hilarious. Which is uh. Very rapper thing to oh, do. All my dipset historians know about the oh, skit with yeah. Ricky Z. On like, fire. On fire tonight. <laughs> fucking throw your face in the garbage. <laughs> I took the condom off. Now it's on fire tonight. <laughs> yeah, be the girls with pretty face, pretty thighs, pretty eyes. 
But what about the insides? <laughs> Shout that out Kim, bitch man. is a liar and dyke. I took the condom off. That's the now one. It's on fire tonight. <laughs> on fire tonight's the one, bro. <laughs> Nigga Cam was one of the funniest rappers too, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Top sure. tier. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Dipset. <laughs> Y'all niggas will never be the same. But uh, yeah, yeah, shout out y'all niggas. Um, I guess we're going to end it there, man. Uh, washed but never... Ne- uh, washed up. Yeah, I always fuck it up. I don't know, man. I don't know why I always fuck it up, too. It's supposed to be drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as drunk as I used to be. Not as drunk as you could be. Yeah. Man. He says some shit. Note. Yeah. <laughs> we are washed but, but never, never washed up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah.